0: Welcome to If Life Were Perfect, I'm Laura Meyer and with me as always is my husband Josh. Hey guys. Okay, so today we're talking about competition. Instead of feeling threatened by competition or insecure or wishing it would just go away, it's something we view as something that makes us better and actually helps us turn competitors into colleagues.
1: Because I think it's you know very natural and normal when you think of a competitor to think of somebody who's going to take something away from you or they're going to have something that you don't and that you're going to miss out on an opportunity and that the more competitors out there, the, the worse it is for your life. But what we've found is, you know, kind of in our life in just many different respects, competition has actually improved our life, has made it better, where we've had more abundance, where we've succeeded in and reached goals that we that we wouldn't have without having those competitors.
0: Yeah, and that requires a certain mentality that we're going to be talking about today and sharing with you so that you can also view competition in a very healthy way. I will candidly admit that I didn't always view competition this way. And I think part of it is I I'm an athlete or I used to be. Um I was, you know, I think that
1: changes for all of us, right, yeah, as right. we age.
0: I hope I can still kick a soccer ball, but you know, I grew up playing sports and then certainly law school, very competitive, things like that. And then being at a big law firm, you know, competition was just such a part of my life growing up.
1: Well, being part of a family, I mean, you yeah. had several siblings, so did I. I mean, I think in every respect, oh, yeah, there's competition. Oh, yeah, i to compete
0: for my parents' attention, right, and a better bedroom and all that. Um So competition is just part of everybody's life, right? And I think it's something where I had to change my viewpoints on competition so that it affected me in a healthy way instead of an unhealthy way. So when I was starting the business, we have shared that that was definitely a hard time. It was financially hard. We had to really grind things out to get things going. And what are we even focusing on at the firm? So many aspects. And then toppled on top of that was, you know, pregnancies and things. So it was just a really tough time. So needless to say, when you are feeling like you are struggling, the last thing you want is a competitor.
1: Yeah, somebody who's going to (laughs) take away from you. You want everybody just helping you and pushing you in the right direction. You
0: feel like I'm barely getting out of bed today. Like the last thing I need is to compete against someone. And sure enough, I had at that time someone that I viewed as a competitor in, in my mind. She was. And she was in a similar practice that I was trying to start. I saw her out and about. I would see her name everywhere. I would hear her name when the topic of estate planning came up and I didn't like it. I felt very much like, gosh, I need to somehow get her away or out of the market. So it will clear the path for me to dominate very unhealthy mentality. And I, and it wasn't like that extreme, but it bothered me that she was out there and I have on good authority. It bothered her that I was out there as well. So long story short, we have this rivalry that, you know, even though we'd never met, but we had this kind of quiet rivalry that some people knew about. And I used to think I'm going to run into her. I know at some point, and I think about what is that going to be like when we run into each other? And I always thought I want it to be like that moment when you run into an ex-boyfriend's girlfriend and you just are like coming off of a date night and you look smoking hot and she's jealous, you know, that kind of deal. So for her, I thought maybe I'll be getting an award. She'll see my name and then she'll know I'm good enough. But instead it happened at a Walmart. (laughs) I ran into her at a Walmart on a Saturday morning after we had been out hiking with our kids. We all looked awful. And when I say awful, I mean, I had a mismatched baseball hat. You know, I was sunburned. I was sweating I was dirty. My kids were crying to the point where they were throwing off their shoes from the cart, you know, and kids have that like meltdown.
1: Yeah, they were tired. They were hungry. They had a bunch of needs that yeah. weren't being met. And we were just desperate to help them and, yeah. and get out of that it situation. Was like one of
0: those moments, like, I hope nobody I know ever sees me in here and with my kids, you know, having a meltdown. And sure enough, I come cart to cart with none other than my competitor in the exact situation that I would, I would have said that's the last way I wanted to meet her. But here's what's so funny. She had her kid in her cart, and he was having a meltdown. She was super pregnant, you know, said with love, she's a pretty lady, but you guys all know how we look at the end of our pregnancy. If we're shopping at Walmart on a Saturday morning, we're like over it. And she just had this look on her face with her own kid. Like, I hope I get through the day. And It turns out that was the absolute best way for us to meet. Because from that moment forward, I silently have rooted for her as I hope she's rooted for me because I realized we're both just trying to support our family, trying to get money and just trying to get through the day. And that moment really was a turning point for how I viewed my competition.
1: Yeah. And I I think it's interesting kind of how things play out. But we've had to look at competitors in a few different ways. You know, the first area that we've looked at is having an abundance mentality, because I think it's very natural. Like you were saying, Laura, when we were starting out the business and just trying to get clients, it was very easy to feel like, well, there's not enough out there because we don't have them. And so somebody else must be taking them. So you get scared, you get nervous, you get worried. And when you switch the mindset to an abundance mentality, that there's more than enough work, there's more than enough ways to help there's more than enough opportunities out there, it really frees you and it makes things easier and it takes off those constraints and more comes to you when you have that mentality.
0: Yeah, I remember you kind of sharing that point with me. It was right after I had one of my kids and I remember we were at the hospital overlooking the whole city and I was talking about probably how I need to get back to work and blah, blah, blah to survive. And we were talking about competition and I remember you saying, look out there. Look at all the lights. Don't you think there's enough room for both of you? And I think we do oftentimes come from the mindset that there's only enough room for one of us, and that's just not true. Now, there are times when there is only one PTA president, right? Or not that I've ever tried. My friends, if they're listening, would be like, we would love to get her there. There is only one PTA president or there is only one senator in your area or there is only, you know. One job promotion. Yeah, one job promotion, right? Or position available. And while that's the case. That doesn't mean that that's the only way that you can, for example, make an impact or help your kids school or help the community or influence laws or, you know, whatever it is. Or maybe you're going, you can go to a different company and have that position if you can't get it out your own. But having that abundance mentality is incredibly freeing and motivating because you realize there is going to be a place for you.
1: There's more than one way to help or one way to succeed or one way to you know, reach the goal that you want. And that's why I think it's really important to you to always come back to those goals. What are you really trying to accomplish? And, and so certainly, you know, being the PTA president or having a certain job will help you reach certain goals, but there probably is another way that you can get there as well. And so having that abundance mentality will also make it where you don't feel so constrained or so worried. If something doesn't work out, it gives you more opportunity. It gives you more hope.
0: The second thing we want you to think about when it comes to competition is that You can never compare yourself to somebody else, period. Comparison is the worst because there's always gonna be someone out there who's more successful or better looking or more dynamic, whatever it is. And how is that motivating to us, right? So while it's good to feel inspired by other people, you never really want to compare yourself.
1: Yeah, because the thing is, too, I mean, when you're thinking about somebody else and you're doing a comparison, You're focusing your energy on something that's really not going to help you. If you're looking at what somebody else is doing and you start feeling, you know, either inadequate or you have feelings of envy or even animosity, how does that benefit you?
0: Yeah. And really, you can't adequately compare yourself anyway, because everybody has different talents, different connections, uh, different knowledge, different purposes. We're all unique in our own way. So it's not even possible to adequately or fairly compare yourself to somebody else because nobody else is like you.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, really the best thing is to shift the focus back on yourself. You know, it's good again, like Laura said to, you know, feel inspired by others, but don't go beyond that. Um, We really want to keep the focus on what can we do to better ourselves and the competition should be with ourselves in the comparison of ourselves, who we were and who we're going to be personally. And I think that dovetails into the next, you know, thing that we've had to realize with competitors is that you want to give them credit where credit is due. You realize yourself how hard it is to accomplish something, whether it's getting that promotion at work or getting clients and having a business or being there for your family or your community. It is so hard to just, you know, make that impact when somebody else does it, give them credit. That's a healthy approach to things. You never want to tear them down or dismiss how they got there. That's not going to make you better.
0: Because how many times have you heard if somebody, you know, reaches a milestone or whatever, they'll say, well, they only got to the top because they sold out, or they only got to the top because they knew this person, you know, whatever it is to diminish their accomplishments. And we should give credit where credit is due. And for none other reason than this, if you are in competition with somebody, and you truly believe they are a loser, and that they don't deserve to be there why are they your competitor?
1: Yeah, what does that say about you? <laughs> what does
0: that say about you? I mean, this was kind of what baffles me sometimes in, on the political spectrum of, you know, tearing each other apart constantly. I'm thinking you're both running for the same job. So what does that say about you? So honestly, we definitely should always give credit where credit is due. Have that grace. Even if you don't like someone, whatever it is, if they accomplish something, give them a nod. If we can help create that mentality, that's good for all of us.
1: This is something that we teach our kids, right? I mean, I coach a bunch of different teams and I never tell the kids afterwards, you know, blame the ref or, you know, the team wasn't very good. Like that's not healthy or good for you. If you lost, that's okay. Give them credit. That means you lost to a good team and that's an opportunity then to improve yourself. You don't want to ever tear them down. You want to be in a class with people who are great, who have worked hard, because then that means that's a reflection on who, you are.
0: The next thing we've come to realize that's given us a better view of competition is realizing that competition makes us better.
1: I mean, a hundred percent. This is something where throughout, I think both of our lives, kind of in the sports context, in the business context, competition is something that has brought out the best in us. For me, you know, being a competitive athlete in high school and college at every level, the competition gets that much better and if i was to just kind of do the same things i did before there's no way that i would still be able to compete in you know be at the top of my game if i didn't continue to improve my game and i think you know we found that same thing to be true in our business
0: yeah because i remember you know in this case i was talking about with my competitor i was talking with someone who knew both of us and she said i've explained this to her and i'm going to explain this to you don't you think that you guys make each other better i mean if you really think about it you're constantly trying to up each other. You're constantly trying to vie to get new business from new sources, putting yourself out there, creating a better experience for clients. That makes you better. You guys are helping each other and you don't even realize it because you're pushing each other to go a little bit further than you would have gone before. You know, we just watched this movie last night. It's an older one with Mark Wahlberg called Invincible. And I think it's like a Disney movie back in 2006, but I don't know why I knew the year, but I do. But anyway, he was a part-time bartender. And when the Eagles were doing bad, they had open tryouts and he tried out, this is a true story. And he tried out and he made the team. He made the Eagles team in the NFL. And it shows how he had gone from playing kind of like street football with his buddies to the NFL And while he was so good at his own level on the street, but then in the NFL, it's a whole different game, right? And how he had to try and do better constantly getting pushed down right and left, but he was in a different league now and he was being pushed by his competition to do better.
1: We see every single day as a consumer, I love competition. I mean, just think about it. I mean, from cars to cell phones to computers, you know, we have all these competitors out there. You know, if you didn't have Apple and Microsoft competing or Verizon and at and they're constantly having to one-up each other. We going from 3G to 4G to 5G. It's incredible. And so competition really does bring out innovation and ideas and just really foster kind of growth in each of us. And so we need to appreciate that and embrace that and not see a competitor as somebody who's going to take away, but somebody who's going to push us further.
0: And I think kind of one of the last points I wanted to focus on when it comes to viewing competition is competition can bring you great partners. And that's really the point here is moving from viewing people as competitors to colleagues. It's funny because I had a client recently who said, you know, I went to an estate planning workshop, you know, she named the attorney and said this attorney was presenting. And afterwards, I asked him if he happened to know you guys, because I had seen your name out there. And she said, your competitor had such nice things to say about you and how collegial you are. I thought, well, then why don't I just go use them? And likewise, I was recently speaking at an event, and someone came up to me and said, hey, have you heard of so-and-so, another attorney in the area? And I said, she's fabulous. I've worked with her on cases. You should use her. And that's what you want because for every client I've lost to a competitor, I've gotten back tenfold and oftentimes from my quote unquote competitors because we've been able to develop more of that collegial attitude towards each other and see us as allies in certain causes rather than enemies.
1: There's such great opportunity out there You know, when you can share ideas and share concepts, because I mean, how many times have you been in a situation where it's brand new, where you're unsure and you're uncertain and you just want somebody to talk to? Well, a lot of times, if there's not somebody within your own office who's done it, the best person is probably going to be a competitor. They're probably the most likely person to have seen that situation or at least help you understand and analyze the situation from your same footing. And so, Having those relationships with other people where they truly can be colleagues can really just help you take out a lot of that uncertainty and fear in situations because you have an ally.
0: So if you're someone where you have accomplished great things or you have trailblazed, we all have a certain obligation to give back, to extend the hand to the people who are new to the game and to help them forward. We really do help them climb the ladder. That's not going to take away from who we are. And it doesn't mean you have to be foolish. I don't give away my playbook, right, or every single thing I do to get a client, but you can always share your journey with others. You can always give them insights. You can always help them get ahead because at the end of the day, the more we get ahead together, that's only going to benefit all of us. I want the people that I'm helping who are starting out to do very good because that's going to benefit me in the long run as well.
1: Some of our best referrals are from people who most people consider as our competitors because we've been able to develop that relationship and we've been forced to up our game to do things that other people don't do. And we have many colleagues whose that's the approach that they've taken. We have a lot of colleagues where... All of their referrals come from other estate planning attorneys. And so having that kind of abundance mentality, having that mentality of where you can make yourself unique, you don't need to tear each other down, having that healthy approach to competition really is beneficial.
0: So for today's quick step, we want you to think about your competitor. Who is it? Is it a mom or dad at school? Is it somebody in your workplace? Is it a political opponent you're up against? Whoever your competitor is, we want you to write down three things that you admire or respect about that person. And by doing that, when you're out there, when you're vying to get ahead or whatever it is, you've humanized that person. And that's going to help put the focus back on yourself, how you can do better, because you're not going to be preoccupied with tearing them down. You're going to be focusing back on yourself.
1: Okay. So we hope that this framework gives you a new perspective on competition. It makes you feel better about it, It gets you motivated and excited now about going out there and tackling the world. And we'd love to hear kind of your thoughts, your comments. So you can follow us on Instagram at MeetThemyers, M-E-I-E-R-S. We'd love to hear your story and your feedback.
0: And if you want to get our quick steps from today or any of our episodes in your inbox, just go to com and you can subscribe to our quick steps through there. Also, if you have a question for our mailbag segment, you can submit those to iflifewereperfect.com. Our first mailbag question comes from Tomer. Hi, guys. My brother and I were born 16 months apart, and we have always compared ourselves to one another. That was fine when we were kids, but these days I feel like I'm falling behind in the game of life. He's married, has a great job, and just bought a house. I'm single have a job I kind of fell into and am renting, not by choice. I love my brother and want to be happy for him, but I'm starting to resent his success. What should I do?
1: Well, Tomer, I think this is something that is very common. It's natural and normal, whether it's siblings or friends or colleagues or whoever, to have a little bit of you know either jealousy or just comparison. And That is something that I think we all naturally fall into, but it's probably one of the biggest traps that we have as well. Because, you know, anytime you compare yourself to anybody, you're leaving yourself open to falling short because there's always going to be somebody that is doing more or different or better or has things that you want. But you don't know what their circumstances were to get there and you don't know what their current circumstances are. And so I think like we talked about in our episode, you know, you can never truly compare yourself to somebody else. It's really a losing battle because you just don't have all of the facts. And rather than spending your energy and effort on that comparison, take the time to think about in your own life what you really want um, and how you can get there and accomplish your own goals without factoring in your brother at all.
0: Our second mailbag question today comes from Bill. Bill writes, I'm a website developer and recently built a website for my wife's online clothing business. Other people who sell clothing for the same company she does have contacted me to build their websites. I am concerned that if I do this, it could take business away from my wife. Should I build their websites?
1: Well, that's an interesting paradox that you're in right there, right? Uh, I was going
0: to say, ask your wife. (laughs) Yeah, ask your
1: wife first before you do anything. You know, make sure that she's happy. No, I mean, I think it's one of those things where, you know, certainly you'd know better than us as to whether this is going to take business away from your wife or not. So that's going to be part of this analysis. And I think a lot of it is this is going to be a business decision that both of you are going to have to make together. If this is going to really impact her business and could, in theory, you know, take away a lot of business and make it not profitable and successful, then you're not going to want to do that unless you're going to be making more money by doing all these websites. And that's going to be your new business model.
0: Yeah. And I was just going to add or see if you could get all of those people out there to also come work for your wife.
1: Yeah. I think there's, <laughs> there's a different business angle there that you have, but that's probably a different model than simply creating websites and having a online clothing business. That's probably some sort of hybrid between the two. And so I would definitely consider getting creative there because there is a lot of opportunity in your knowledge and experience of, it sounds like her business is successful. That's something that other people would want. And so there's a lot of value there and there's a lot of opportunity. We hope you're loving the show, so please share it with your friends and go on Apple Podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review so you make sure you never miss out on an episode. Next week on If Life Were Perfect, we're going to be talking about nailing that job interview. We're going to give you tips and tricks that you can use during the interview process to make sure that you land that dream job you've always wanted.
0: That's next time on If Life Were Perfect. Have a great week, everyone.
1: Bye, guys.